radio on Pavan. England, the Hokubu, the New Jerusalem,
the nine o'clock service operated from the mid-1980s to the mid-1990s. First met at the parish church of St. Thomas It first met at the parish church of St. Thomas Crooks before moving to larger premises in Sheffield. Noz was hailed by the Church of England as a model for rejuvenating the church and bringing young people to the faith. Articles appeared in the national press commending the group on its innovative style of worship. It collapsed after a sex scandal alleging the abuse of at least 40 women by its leader and was later accused of promoting hedonistic paganism in place of orthodox Christianity. The failings of NOS are usually attributed to its leader, Chris Brain, but NOS could not have prospered without the support of church authorities and the contributions of its other leaders, general membership, and enthusiastic congregation. The group also exploited other opportunities afforded by the environment in which it was located. Chris Brain, the universally acknowledged leader of NOS, was born in 1957. Although he attended Harrogate Grammar School, he was not academically gifted. During his period of study for the priesthood, which commenced in 1990, other NOS members wrote his essays. Brain occupied positions of leadership in various denominations of the Christian Church, from the age of 17 or 18. Brain was focused and well organised. He was active, driven and idealistic, well read, quick thinking and articulate. His self-confidence and missionary fervour eventually degenerated into a messianic martyr complex. He became hypersensitive, paranoid and aggressive. His will to power was served by his ability to tell lies, his deployment of selective secrecy and his tactic of employing fear as a means of control, be it fear of humiliation, fear of abuse or fear of expulsion from the group. Brain safeguarded his dominance by remaining distant from the congregation. He exploited the vulnerabilities of other members through the use of one-to-one -one encounters and in constant behaviour. He was a sexual predator who presented his contact with women as an aid to developing their wholeness through expression of sexuality and other leaders within the organisation took a similar approach. Around the time that Brain planned to leave with the NOS team for San Francisco, he started to extol the virtues of mystical lunar experience. Praise God, 
universal church for the world. Christ asked his critical time leaders to face face about as a church as a culture. Wake us up to the awareness and responsibility of the opportunities we have for We honor the wisdom of the bisexual and spiritual artists We experience our mistakes, the lives and deaths of all ourselves. We pray for an open church that celebrates the coming together of all faith and wisdom traditions, the sciences, and the arts. We pray for a new time of hope and mysteries of the Christ as we bring all these riches together in our holy places. surprised to learn of his fascination with David Koresh and Charles Manson. The other leaders of NOS were wholehearted collaborators in the experiments and they should take full responsibility for their support and actions. They were intelligent people who possessed technical ability and diligence and yet they were happy to act as agents of their leader. They sought reflected glory and associated themselves with success. They were puffed up by pride at belonging to what they believed was a superior group. It was their search for meaning that persuaded them to give up their old lives and their deferential attitudes that enabled them to behave as their brain was a prophet. They can be viewed as cruel and calculating servants. Indeed, 
some of the leaders complained about having responsibility without power, although they took numerous opportunities to inspire fear amongst those who occupied less elevated positions in the hierarchy by the strict imposition of what they called high standards. Many of the leaders were old friends of Brain, some of whom he knew before he moved to Crooks in 1978, when his wife Winnie came to the university to study music. A number of the leaders were wealthy, and several of them donated large lump sums of money to the cause. The members of NOS responded to its appeal to dissatisfaction. They were young, easily controlled, and concerned with transcendence as a key to belonging. They were usually middle-class, educated, young professionals, or disillusioned evangelicals. They liked the uniform. They were uncritical. They demonstrated their commitment to the group through dedicated action. Prospective members were selected by recruiting agents who filtered the people who attended NOS services. Selected individuals were invited to fill in a visitor's form, which was scrutinised to see if they were worth a visit from a welcome pastor, who established a relationship to determine whether the visitor was a worthy candidate for full group membership. Once a member had been accepted, they were placed in a discipleship group under the authority of a group leader. Pastoral leaders were in charge of several discipleship groups and they were responsible to the head of the pastoral department, who was a close associate of Brain. The head of the pastoral department and the pastoral leaders took instructions from Brain Discipleship group leaders took instruction from pastoral leaders and discipleship group members took instruction from their leaders. Although Brain formally stood down as leader of NOS in 1994, he continued to control the organisation despite the appointment of a new figurehead. The nominal leader appointed in 1994 can be seen as adding an additional level to the hierarchy, which served to amplify the power and mystique of brain. The collective leadership of NOS referred to itself as the 12, and the broader membership was known as the 72, thereby reinforcing its self-determined association with the missionary apostles of Christ. NOS was insular, close-knit and defensive. It operated in accordance with a rigid dogmatic structure characterised by unequal power relationships, secrecy and privilege. The Nairn Street community, which morphed into NOS, stated explicitly there should be genuine submission to the authority of the leaders. The strict bureaucracy of NOS contributed to undermining individual personality and reinforcing group dependence. People involved in NOS were subjected to an intensive socialisation process 
based on constant reinforcement through group activity designed to result in intense out-of-the-ordinary experiences. Commitment to the group was also strengthened by the requirement that NOS members should make substantial Commitment to the group was also strengthened by the requirement that NOS members should make substantial financial donations to the group. The public image of NOS was controlled by its leaders. The uniform black clothing and deliberate engagement with subcultural tropes is reminiscent of tactics employed by the process church of the final judgment. Internally, Chris Brain, the priest, was presented as the ideal man, and the mysterious Laurie Cam, the unofficial priestess, was presented as the ideal woman, and the lesser leaders were happy to aspire to these ideals. The home base team was formed in 1990. Initially, it consisted of six young women who were recruited to help with chores in the brain house and told they were to be post mobby Initially, it consisted of six young women who were recruited to help with chores in the brain household and told they were to be post-modern mums. They were encouraged to sever outside ties and instructed to remain secretive, even with other NOS members. Although team members were treated as servants, there was strong competition between them, and the home base team was regarded as the highest status ministry in NOS. The special character of the ministry consisted of sexual involvement with brain. The fully developed NOS ritual or performance style consisted of dance music, samples and rapping and the execution of gestures that could be described as a form of Christianised yoga. 
There was an emphasis on style and design, and the primary slogan of the group was, the posse is the priest. The planetary mass was the pinnacle of the group's achievements. It was conducted by a techno-shaman rather than a vicar, and some Church of England observers viewed the ritual as a form of Gnosticism rather than Orthodox Christian worship. Charges of neo-paganism were brushed aside, allowing the group to perform the pantry mass to greater acclaim in San Francisco in November 1994. Doubtlessly, the group would have gone on to exploit this fertile territory had it not been torn apart by the scandal that came to light the following year. The support of the Church of England establishment was vital in enabling NOS to flourish. Church authorities, desperate to engage with youth and to be seen as relevant, began to take notice when NOS became successful in terms of attracting young people to its services. The parish church of St Thomas Crooks supported the NOS experiment and the Sheffield Diocese actively engaged in finding alternative premises when NOS outgrew St Thomas's in 1993. NOS became the first extra-parochial place in the Anglican Communion, which could not have happened without official sanction at the highest levels of the Church. Brain was invited to contribute to Treasures of the Field, the Church of England book for its decade of evangelism. Senior clergy and theologians strongly approved of the planetary mass, despite its controversial nature. And eventually the NOS vision was embraced by significant numbers of Anglicans in America. Brain was ordained six months early in 1992, and the normal procedure of serving as curate under an experienced vicar was waived in his case. More disturbingly, disturbingly, Church of England authorities ignored complaints about the abuse of power in Nos, dating from 1992, and took no action in response to reports of sexual impropriety within the group that were made in 1994 and 1995. Even after the scandal broke, the church repeatedly refuted allegations that the group was a cult as part of a general media strategy of minimising the significance of what had happened in Nos. The Church of England demonstrated loyalty to Nos every step of the way, and it's interesting that the diocese initially refused to meet the costs of counselling for the victim of Nos by pleading poverty. Nos liked liked to present itself as a meaningful response to urban poverty in both a material and a spiritual sense. But it came to prominence in the suburb of Sheffield that was and remains notable for its high concentration of young people mainly university students and would-be bohemians. 
The group doubtlessly benefited from the ample leisure time enjoyed by students and unemployed youth, and it also prospered because the suburb of Crooks, where the urban meets the rural, is more liberal, friendly and accepting than the rougher parts or more solidly middle-class areas of the city of Sheffield. Financially, 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 Noz benefited from the fortuitous inheritances of close associates of Brain in the late 1970s before the formal appearance of the group. Noz also exploited opportunities created by the success of a number of Sheffield bands in the early 1980s. For example, Brain's band Tense supported Cabaret Voltaire at Sheffield's premier alternative venue, The Limits, in 1981, and the growth of the rave scene, which emerged a few years later and was particularly strong in Sheffield. Noz was a contemporary of the Temple of Psychic Youth, and was similarly, although less creatively, associated with developments in the field of performance art throughout the 1980s. Brain and the wider Noz leadership were also influenced by exposure to signs and wonders, Christianity, and the later emergence of creation spirituality, viewed by many people as a form of neo-paganism. No one can see ourselves as
No charges were brought against anyone involved in Nods after the scandal broke. And Chris Brain resigned from the priesthood before church authority was moved against him. Somewhat amusing, Brain left England to become a rave promoter in San Francisco in 1996, and nothing has been heard of him since. It's interesting to speculate on how the group might have developed had it not been brought to a premature end. The signs are that Nods would have prospered in America and that Brain would have moved ever closer to embodying the role of mysterious hidden prophets. Perhaps most interesting is the form of practice that the new Nods might have invented. Evidence suggests it would have been spectacular neo-pagan and cosmic, constituting a radical and fresh conception of Christ at least, and maybe even a new world religion. Radio on Berlin.